Welcome to Bill Snyder Digital presented by Hunt Real Estate, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. And with week four, the Bills turn it out with a win, 30-23. to 23. They go on to 4-0 in the season, the first time since 2008. Also another 30-point game for the Bills, so that marks three straight games for the first time since 2011 that they have scored 30 points. A lot to discuss, a lot to dive into, a lot of positives uh, from their fourth game. I'm Maddie Glab, I'll be your host, and I'd like to welcome in our Bills legend and former Bills offensive lineman, Eric Wood. Eric, after watching this game, I mean, another 30-point game that we saw the Bills put up. Uh, a lot of positives from offense, and we did see some positives from the defense today. At times it was slow, but at times they got involved. We saw two turnovers from the Bills' defense. So after watching this game, what are some of the moments that stick out to you most from this Bills' win? Yeah, defensively, I thought – uh, they were optimistic. I, I really thought it should have been three forced turnovers today. The one where Derek Carr was in the pocket, the whistle hadn't blown. Now, you can't challenge that because you can't challenge a play that was blown dead for forward progress. There'd be no way of overturning it. But I thought it should have been three. And that was a great job by the Bills defenders, Jefferson and Norman in particular, in playing uh, aggressive, going after the football and forcing turnovers. The Bills did force one punt defensively that Andre Roberts made the Raiders pay for. And then offensively, uh, they were sharp pretty much the whole day. The first drive coming out of the second half, they stalled. But other than that, they were really effective the whole day. They stayed aggressive. They made a ton of plays through the air. And the Bills fans can still be excited about what Brian Dayball, Josh Allen, and the rest of the crew is doing offensively. Yeah, we almost saw Josh Allen have another 300-yard day. He settled for 288, but I'm totally okay with that because it ended up being a win for the Bills. Speaking of the Bills' defense, one of those players who forced a turnover was Josh Norman. It was his first game as a Buffalo Bill being activated off the IR. So let's hear what Josh Norman had to say about his first game as a Buffalo Bill. Josh Norman, Mookie Hawkins, Waffle Sports 1080. How you doing? I'm good. How's everything? Everything is good, man. It was good to finally see you out there in action, man. So tell us how good was it for you to finally get out there on the gridiron today? Hey, look, uh, man, I had a rough um, start. I, I don't think it was rough, you know. Uh, I think God, uh, he was allowing me to really just take a moment to, to understand and see what's all going on. I knew I couldn't, you know, physically get out there, but I was with the guys mentally. And I think that really what carried me through this this game, um, I was a little rusty at first. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, you know, think I would be, but I definitely was. And just get my feet back, you know, under me and settling in, and you know, um, just being but don't break mentality kind of thing, and uh, waiting for my opportunity to come, and it came, and you know, it, it felt good to be back out there with my teammates. I think those guys are some special guys. Now, we always talk about, you know, our fundamentals will carry us through, but ball instincts as well is, is an important factor. So take us to your instincts to just to punch that ball loose at that moment in time to really, you know, shift momentum. You know, um, the guys really invited me to the party. Um, it, was, it was one of those things. They was having a pizza party. And I was like, well, shoot, I'm knocking on the door. Y'all not going to let me in? So I had to kick it down. <laughs> but no, um, it, was, it, it was fun. I think that you know, going through that play uh, earlier, Wilder, um, Wilder, uh, I came over on him and I tried to get him the first time and he just shrugged me off, you know, like a, um, a big 6'6 six, six guy would do if you don't wrap up. And I was actually going for the ball then, but he just, 
his momentum pushed him forward and I just slipped off of him. And I was just shaking my head like, Ugh, kind of pissed off about it. Uh, those plays don't happen, at least I get a tackle. But then I, I bought my time and, you know, I was able to see him in the flats again. And somebody was there to tackle him. And I know he always liked to get extra yardage. So when I came in, you know, I just went for it with my left hand and just struck it, like scratched it. And it popped. And I didn't, you know, I thought somebody was going to get it around me, but nobody was there. So I just crawled to it and tried to cuff it. And then noticed nobody still was getting me. So I just got up. And then they finally got me. But um, I heard Big Ed <laughs> come over there like, get up, Jano, get up. And so, uh, yeah, that kind of ended the play. <laughs> but what was I don't know. You know, Coach was actually, you know, saying, Man, somebody make a play. Somebody make a play. Make a play. And I was like, you know, I'll make a play. I had my old T.O. mindset in that play. <laughs> but uh, those guys, they all, you know, hungry and they ready to go out there and make some happen. And I'm glad we did that thing as a collective unit. As long as you keep bringing the pizza to the party, everybody's going to party. So a great win out there, John. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Hey, Hey, Josh, Heather Prusak here from the CBS station. Congrats on the win. Good to see you out there. Um, just mentally, how how tough was that for you mentally, you know, coming to a new team and then you get hurt and you can't play for the first three games? Um, just kind of describe the mental hurdles you had to go through. Well, you know, that was that was just, like I said earlier, the, the mentality of it just never, you know, got out the game, but just the physical part of it body uh, I wasn't able to do that you know and I was just praying about it and you know asking God like you know when this opportunity comes just here we're gonna make the best of it and I was thanking him for the opportunity just to be out there you know because uh, injuries like that you kind of go through what guys go through and kind of you know feel their pain in a sense when you want IR I just was really working myself hard twice a day just to get back these guys and, you know, um, I was able to do that this week. Uh, I got called up, so uh, we was able to get out there and um, get our feet wet a bit. And then finally, we was able to uh, make something happen for our ball team club. And that's literally what I always wanted to do when I first got here anyway. You know, destiny is all I want. Um, and we still got some more games to go. And right now, we got a nice little cushion. So we just got to keep going forward with it and seeing what we can do. Um, but I'm super glad. Like, to be back out here with these guys. I don't think it's a better ball group than this team that I'm on right now. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Hey, Josh Marcel with ESPN. A uh, couple questions. First of all, how influential has Charles Tillman been on your career? Because I think we saw that peanut punch come from. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, peanut, me and him, we played together right at 15. It's, it's, you know, Steve Wilkes, I'll take it from there. Steve Wilkes always, you know, was preaching it, preaching it, preaching it. You know, punch out, punch out, punch out. And it never really, really registered with me until Peanut came to the ball club. And he was, you know, this all-world guy at punch outs. And my competitive drive is, I'm going to beat that guy out at this his very own technique. I'm going to steal it, and I'm going to take it, and I'm gonna put it in my arsenal, put it in my bag. If I can't get you in the air, I'm going to get you on the ground. So the mentality was always when somebody was, you know, running the ball or running it to me, I would go for it and I would strike that because I saw him do it. And it was just like, OK, OK, so shoot, this is how we going to do it, <laughs> put a little flair to it. And so um, I just always kept it with me in my arsenal, even when I was in Washington, I just 
You know, it comes out. If I can't get in the air, I'm going to get it on the ground. One of the two, you're not going to be able to avoid me. So uh, I think that just the ball mindset of making a play wherever it is um, just enhanced me. And, you know, just a guy like that pushing and, and being, you know, motivated to actually do something in that arena, in that area. So, um, yeah, he's a, he's a dog <laughs> for sure. And to, to follow up, uh, Great to see Josh Norman healthy and making plays in his debut debut game as a Buffalo Bill. Another Josh who is out there making plays is Josh Allen. He completed 67% of his passes for 288 yards, two touchdowns. So let's send it over to Josh and hear what he had to say after the win. Nice job today. Uh, question I had for you just right off the bat here. The, um, the shot play that uh, Dable called for you after Norman forced the fumble, um, I don't know, it kind of reminded me of the Pittsburgh game when you guys took that shot play after Renegade. But maybe just speak about the, the aggressiveness that Dave's uh, feels more than comfortable putting you in and how good it felt to kind of hit that thing because Diggs made a play for you too. Yeah, that's that's complimentary football. Um, you know, the defense did a great job of forcing turnover there. And, you know, we're glad to have Jano back on the field. And um, for him just to kind of give us an opportunity to go make a play and, um, you know, I'm shoot myself in the foot. I could have let him a little more, but I gave him a chance and he made one heck of a grab and put us in position to score a touchdown. That's what we did. And then, you know, I know what was, did sometimes Dave says a few extra words for you when he kind of sends that play into you. Did he have anything special on that call or he said, just hit this one or. He just called the play and trusted me to read it out. Thanks Josh. Hey Josh, uh, Sal Mayer on in Rochester. Look, uh, first of all, how's the shoulder? It's good. That's good. What what happened on the play? It looked like you got twisted and then hit, landed on the left shoulder, and then you were shaking it out. What was the what, what, where was the pain? Yeah, um, I mean, I just kind of landed on it a little funky, and um, you know, it's just it's the left shoulder. It's it's not the right one, uh, you know. Thank God, but um, it'll be all right. It's it's no big deal. Got to play play through the pain, um, and we'll obviously we'll get some treatment on it probably this week, but it shouldn't inhibit anything. Okay, and one last thing. Can you just talk about – Chris already asked you about the digs play, but it seemed like just about every throw you made today ended up being a really key play. I mean, it just seemed like guys were making great catches for you and your ball was was on target. Just the importance of the, the precision that you guys, you guys have had for the first four weeks. Well, I mean, it's a lot of trust that goes into it, and um, our guys have been busting their tail in practice, and – my job is just giving them give them an opportunity to go make a play, and that's what we've been doing um, on a regular basis. And we got to continue to keep that up, and continue to keep working hard, and keep getting a good look from our scout team. And um, you know, as long as our games, you know, if, as long as our practices are, are is just as hard as our games, I think we're, we're we're doing things the right way. And Coach McDermott does a great job of setting up our practices. And um, again, I, I can't give our guys enough credit about how how much they want to work when, when we're in practice, and um, you're seeing dividends pay off right now. Okay, thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh. Josh Reed here in Buffalo. The um, it seems like every week when you look at the the, the stats after the game, you're lo you're looking at eight or nine different receivers catching passes. What does that say about the depth and talent that you have to throw the ball to? No, well, I mean it's it's kudos to our front office for bringing the guys that we brought in. Um, but it takes more than just picking the right guys. It's, it's the guys coming in and working hard, and the uh, you know the leadership that we have in this in this facility, you know, organization, uh, top down. You know, it's it's something special here in Buffalo, and you know we got to keep keep continue to 
to finding new ways to get better. But, um, you know, our guys are just making plays. They just, they want it. And, um, you know, it's just, it speaks volumes about, you know, the, the type of men that we have in this locker room and um, how much, you know, they're willing to, you know, sacrifice to, to win football games. And, um, you know, it's, it's a good feeling. One more for you, the Cole Beasley touchdown when he gets flipped upside down. What, uh, what was your vantage point from, from the end of that play, kind of watching it develop? Well, I mean, I saw him just kind of wide open. I just tried to throw it in there really hard. And the ball got a little high on me, but he made one heck of a catch there. And um, first time for him this season touching the paint. So it's always good to, to get a guy in the end zone. And um, he's been, you know, crucial for our success, success here the last couple of years. And, um, you know, he's just a guy that it's, it's hard to guard him. You know, he's a very smart player. He wants the ball. Um, you know, he's always ready when his number's called too. And, you know, he was dealing uh, with, with a little injury and um, he fought through it. And it just speaks, you know, volumes again on, um, you know, just the, the team first aspect guys are willing to, to go out there and put on for their team. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Hey, Josh, John Scott. Um, I was curious, you know, like three-point shooters, they say when they're hot, it looks like the, the hoops, the ocean, you know, you're thrown into the ocean. Where is the confidence level for you and the offensive unit through four games? Um, I mean, I, th I think we're, we're fairly confident in what we got going on here. And again, Coach Dable's calling a great game and we're going out there and executing. And um, again, I just it, it bring it back to my guys here that just continue to work hard and practice and find new ways to get better, watching film the right way um, and playing for each other out there. It takes takes 10 other guys executing on a, every single play to, to have success. And, um, you know, I thought our defense, again, played fantastic, you know, in the second half, especially uh, forcing the first and turnovers and allowing us to get points off turnovers. And, um, you know, I'm still kicking my, myself in the, in the foot for taking that sack instead of throwing the ball away. And um, you know, that's, I think that's one decision that, you know, I, I wish I had back um, this game, but um, again, our guys are just, we're just working hard and, and, you know, it's paying off. Appreciate it, Josh. All right, I'm going to Mookie. Josh Allen, Mookie Hawkins, Waffle Sports 1080. Great win out oh. there today. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, 4-0, man, you feel like a kid in the candy store, man, with all the weapons that you have at any given moment, man, anybody can shine. So how 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 confident is, is you in, you know, knowing that any given moment when you deliver the ball, that guy can make a play? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. Um, it's, it's awesome. The guys that we have here, I, I love our team, um, you know, and again, it's just the leadership, the type of the guys that we have here, um, we just, you know, we play as a team. We, we truly play for each other. And it's, it's a great feeling when, you know, guys are pulling for each other on the field um, and things are rolling right now. And we understand throughout the year, we're probably going to hit some adversity um, at one point or another. So we got to continue to stay strong and stay together. But, um, you know, our, our guys just, we, we love each other in Buffalo and, um, you know, that's not going to change anytime soon. Absolutely. Now, you know, always coming out of that locker room, you guys have been up big. This time you guys were up by four. Um, just going out and matching that intensity and Josh Norman making that big play. Just care to talk about how instrumental the defense was today. No, they were great. Especially, you know, that second half, forcing the turnovers, allowing us to, to move the ball. And um, again, I, I'm kicking myself, you know, for, for that sack I took instead of throwing it away, making it a three possession game and um, kind of making everybody at ease. But uh, you, you talk about, you know, a great vet and Jay and um, working through a hamstring deal throughout the first part of camp and 
um, you know, the first few games of the season and he comes in and his immediate impact, you know, he makes a play. We, we score, I think a touchdown four plays later and um, you know, it changed the entire direction of the game. And um, you know, for our defense to step up like that, it was, it was huge. And um, you know, that's, it's not anything I didn't expect. You know, our defense has been fantastic the last couple of years and um, it's just, it was good. It was big. Absolutely. Now, hey, you know, you know, you owe me push-ups for that Joshy Boucher moment, but nevertheless, y'all boys is 4-0. Safe travels, my guy. Will do. Appreciate you. Uh, Uh-oh, can't hear you, Vic. I got no, I got no sound. Keel, go to uh, the next one. All right. We're going to Jim Trotter. Sorry. Hey, yeah, congratulations. I'm curious, when when um, initially you went down following that hit, was there any fear that it might be something more serious? Um, it just, it was, it was my left shoulder. So, uh, it, it didn't bother me too bad. And uh, I knew, uh, you know, if it's the right shoulder, it's a different story, but knock on wood, it was the left shoulder. And, um, yeah, I knew it wasn't collarbone right away. So it just kind of pain tolerance at that point. But you went straight to the locker room, right? To have it examined. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, straight to the locker room. And again, it was right before, you know, halftime. And, um, I just wanted to make sure everything was right. And, uh, it, it was, and, uh, you know, just, again, just trying to come back and play for my team. Gotcha. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, guys. The quarterback press conference is presented by Energy Mark, the official energy supplier to the Buffalo Bills. Eric, I think in all of the four games that we've seen this season from the offense and from Josh Allen, we learn something new about Josh Allen every game or we, we see something new or um, he does something that he hasn't done in years past. And what struck me today was his ball placement on so many receivers where he just placed the ball perfectly. I mean, you think about that 49-yard reception to Stephon Diggs, which he didn't hit on last year. Uh, that pass to Cole Beasley in the end zone. That pass to John Brown in the end zone that was called back. That first uh, touchdown pass to Gabriel Davis. I mean, it's just all placed perfectly this year, whereas in years past, they were overthrows or the receiver wasn't in the right spot. And it seems like everything's working in unison even with a short off season, what do you see in the way that Josh Allen is throwing the ball and placing the ball this year versus years past? And also with the amount of receivers that he's targeting, nine receivers caught the ball today. And in the games past, it's been at least eight different players who have caught passes from him. Yeah, I think Josh is doing a great job of hitting his receivers in stride, putting the ball on the money. One of the things that stands out to you when you watch the Bills on film this year is how wide open some of these guys are. And that's partially due to play calling. And Brian Dayball is doing a great job this year. We've noted it many times through uh, our post-game assessments. And then also he's got guys that are winning versus man-to-man on the outside at an extremely high rate. And then guys are making contested uh, catches for him. And it shows that he truly trusts those guys. You know, to put a ball into double coverage like he did to John Brown on what I think all Bills fans would say should have been called a touchdown. That takes a lot of trust for him to throw that ball in that tight window in the red zone to Cole Beasley and all, all windows in the red zone are generally tight for him to make that throw. 
shows a lot of trust, and, and then it was a great catch as well by Cole Beasley. But a lot of the concern with Josh Allen coming into the NFL was the accuracy, and could he could he improve year to year? Well. I think we've seen that. We've seen a jump in completion percentage per year. We've seen a jump in decision-making each year. And then it just seems like he's throwing a more accurate ball this year. And I think part of that's due to uh, being comfortable in this offense. It's his third year with Brian Dayball and this crew. And then adding another receiver like Stephon Diggs. And so now you got three guys. And then when you add Gabriel Davis as well, four guys that he's got a ton of confidence in at wideout at this point. Yeah, it's been so fun to watch through four games, uh, to watch him connect with these receivers, to see the chemistry that he has in such a short amount of time, and to hear the confidence that all of them talk about. Well, let's relive some of those highlights from today's game and some of those touchdowns. Opening drive here. Third and one for the Bills. Allen Dowles went up wide to Gabriel Davis for a 26-yard touchdown. Bills up 7-0. Bills' second drive. Josh Allen throws it up to Cole Beasley, who flips over into the end zone. 14-3 Bills. Following a field goal from the Bills, Raiders drive down. Here's Jason Witten in the back, back of the end zone there. Josh Allen here throwing one up to John Brown, who makes a crazy catch. Unfortunately, it was called back. Josh sneaks one in, though, on the next play for a touchdown. Here is Darren Waller, who catches the pass, but Josh Norman punches it out. Bills take over. Next play, Josh Allen throws a bomb of a pass over to Steph Diggs, who goes up, gets it for 49 yards. And here we're seeing Singletary take it from three yards out three plays later, 30 to 16, just under six to play. Raiders driving Clinton Jefferson, strip sacks, or strips Derek Carr and recovers it for the Bills. The Bills would win it, of course, 32-23. And Eric, I want to talk about the Bills defense because they've been slow at times in the last three games and have been ranked a lot lower than they had when you look at last year's defense to this year's defense, and we saw them come alive in the second half, I think really for the first time all season. We saw two of those turnovers, uh, turnover on downs as well, almost three turnovers as we have already talked about. What was the difference in the second half? And I know you and I talked about the pressure that we thought they weren't putting on Derek Carr, especially on passing downs uh, versus rushing down. So w what what lit the fire underneath the defense to cause them to play way different than the first half? Yeah, I thought they had a couple timely turnovers that really saved the day for the Bills' defense. And if they don't get those, we're talking about a much closer game at the end of the game. The Bills came into this game ready to stop the run. Josh Jacobs, the running back for Oakland, has uh, been productive all this year and last year. Their offensive line was down um, a couple starters. Uh, Trent Brown, the really good tackles out. Richie's on the short-term IR. Richie Incognito, who I'm referring to. Sorry, I'll include his last name. Maybe not everyone's as familiar uh, with him as I am. But they're out those two guys. And the Bills hold, the, hold Josh Jacobs to three yards per carry in the first half. That was a great win where I felt like they were struggling was getting to Derek Carr. And even with his top targets on the outside at wide receiver out and you lose the speed of rugs to really stretch the field vertically. He still had some threats out there in Zay Jones and Nelson Aguilar and then Waller, the tight end. We knew he was going to be a factor and they just gave Derek Carr so much time back there. And Derek Carr is good enough 
to be able to pick you apart. And he did that at times. I thought in the second half they did a better job of rushing the passer. A couple timely blitzes. And maybe it's something they'll get to. Maybe it was uh, the shortened uh, preseason fall camp, uh, I'll say, that they, they're not quite as far into their double-A get pressure looks that is um, – uh, which you normally see from a Leslie Frazier, Sean McDermott defense. They're not giving a lot of those looks. Uh, a couple times a day, they got to the look where they put seven guys across the line of scrimmage and make the offense guess at who's going to come on those plays. They did that a couple times a day. They were able to generate some pressure. And they go out and they get Mario Addison in the offseason to go opposite uh, Jerry Hughes on pass rush situations. And those guys just aren't getting home at a high enough rate right now to rely on them down in and down out. I think it's time that they get back to some of that double-A get pressure look and try and generate some pressure on the quarterback that way because right now it seems to me that that's what's holding them back. Sean McDermott is someone who's had to have been happy about how this defense played in the second half versus the first. So let's hear from Sean McDermott after today's game. Hey, Coach, nice win. Um, I just wanted to talk to you first and foremost about the stops by your D there in the fourth quarter, you know, getting two turnovers on fumbles and then the turnover on downs, especially maybe the spark that Josh seemed to infuse into the entire team, that punch out. Yeah, I think the mentality changed in the second half, Chris, to your point. Uh, Leslie dialed up some good defenses in the second half, and the players responded. They really did. I mean, you mentioned a couple of the uh, instances in particular, the fourth down stop. Uh, was big for us, and uh, and then Q Jeff's sack fumble as well as Josh's. Josh's, you know, really ignited the uh, ignited the turnover uh, situation there. So uh, good to see. Uh, I'm really proud of the defense the way they responded. Uh, with more work to do, obviously for us as a team. Thanks, Coach. Safe travels. Okay, thanks, Chris. Hey, Sean. Josh Reed. Congrats on uh, improving the four zero. Thanks, Josh. The um. How concerned are you with, with the third down efficiency on defense and, and getting the, getting the Raiders off the field? Yeah, well, I mean, I thought, you know, they did a good job of giving them credit, but we got to we got to do a better job, you know. Um, so I got to look at the film just to see exactly where it was, but we were, you know, trying to make some calls in there. They were, they were out executing us, out operating us, and we didn't have the rush we needed. And so uh, I thought we did a better job in the second half uh, Josh, to your point, and uh, it's something that we have to continue to look at because we did have them in some third and longs in the first half there. Josh Norman, first game as a Bill, makes a pretty good impact uh, on the game, in particular that turnover. Did you kind of sense the momentum swing on that big play? Yeah, and the mentality too, right? I mean, that's what Josh, part of what Josh brings to our to our team, our defense in this case. And uh, when, we, when we can score points and we can take the ball away, you know, you're tough to beat when you do that. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Safe travels. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Josh. Hey, Sean. John Scott. Um, similarly to that's the reason you brought Josh Norman on on this on board. Um, are the grabs and impact that Stephon Diggs are making? Is this what you envisioned when that deal was made? With uh, you talking about with Diggs, you said. Yeah, Stephon. Yeah, I mean, you look, the one play that stands out, I mean, there's many of them, but the one that where he went up down the middle of the field there with Josh through the post route and, and uh, you know, went up and got it in a, in a contested ball situation, 50-50 ball, and it was, it was clear. But I mean, he plays he plays so strong. He's got that dog mentality, the attitude, that rubs off on our football team. So I love that. And is obviously his skill set, 
But that play, aside from the yardage it gained, what does it do for the mentality of the team and the momentum on the offensive side? Yeah, I mean, again, the mentality, same same with what Josh brings. Josh Norman brings to our team, right? That mentality, that, that dog mentality. I mean, it's uh, highly competitive. To, to those two in particular, highly competitive young men that love love to play the game. They're passionate about the game, and they, they let their personality show. That, that was great to see the fire, you know? Appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. Hey, uh, Sean, congrats on the win. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, so I know you don't want to ever see this again, probably for the rest of the time that you're coaching Josh Allen, uh, but to see him re-enter a game after a scary injury uh, and still play at the high level that he was playing prior to the injury, including, uh, you know, going under all those big bodies for the touchdown. What does that say to you about him? He loves to win. He's a competitor, man. He's a competitive sucker, and he loves to win. And and uh, um, you know, I just I can't say enough about him. I mean, he just he loves to play the game, loves to win, um, and he puts his heart, soul, and body in, into everything. You know, in, in this game. I mean, he's why would you, as a teammate, how could you not love him? You know. <clears throat> so um, we can play smarter in some situations, though, too. And uh, and I'm sure you know. Uh, We'll, we'll go back to work on that this week. And and one more, uh, just in terms of uh, the, he was talking to us about just the way he's seeing things. And and uh, I know John Scott asked a great question about a basketball player. You know where where it feels like the the hoop gets larger when you're really dialed in and seeing the field. It's looking like that when you're seeing things so well. And it's I know it's working. It's hard harder than it looks but he's making it look easier as a especially as a guy who knows defense uh who comes from a defensive background like you um when you see the way he's doing things against what defenses are trying to do to stop him how impressive has that been to you to date yeah and just for you know early in year three at this point right Vic? so they're trying to throw a lot of different looks at him and and, and that just that just gives him good experience i mean we did that in training camp uh, Brian would tell you, Dave, and Les, Leslie Frazier would tell you, we, we went out of our way in training camp uh, to make sure we gave him different looks, and, and that, I think, helped. Uh, but at the end of the day, you got to do it uh, come game time. He's done that. And I, and I think that the, the, when the offense can be on the same page, right, that, 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 being, uh, that alignment is critical, right, that whether communication-wise, execution, I mean, it all – it's all important, Vic, as you know. Thank you very much. Sure. Hey, Sean, uh, Adam Benini, WGRZ-TV. I know you've, you've just finished this game, but I'm sure you've been following the situation in uh, Nashville, looking ahead to the Titans next week. Uh, how much concern do you have about that situation and the outbreak down there and, and some of the decisions, how and when they get made as we look toward this week? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I thought it was a it was a mental challenge for our team. We were being asked about it, kind of you know the back third of our week last week, and the guys they know who, who who's next on the schedule, and and uh, to then come out here and focus like they did, I thought showed a lot. Uh, and then to your to your question, uh, I'm concerned. I mean, when people are sick, we're concerned, whether it's a competitor or not. Uh, so we hope that everyone is doing okay on their end. Or improving. Uh, that said, I'm honestly, like you said, I'm just getting done this game, sitting in my locker with my luggage next to me here. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure I'll be uh, 
we've been monitoring it. Our, our operations people, Brandon and Dean as well, have been monitoring it. And uh, I'm sure they'll brief me when I get on the plane as to where things are. Thank you, Sean. Sure. Safe trip. Thank you. Is that it? Good. Sean McDermott's press conference is presented by Hunt, the official real estate and relocation company of the Buffalo Bills. Coach McDermott there being very open and honest with what's ahead on the schedule. And it's a scheduled game against Tennessee Titans, but we know right now that there's a COVID outbreak on that team. So we'll see what happens in the next few days. They're, of course, going to proceed as if the game's happening because we haven't heard anything other that the game is still scheduled. But, Eric, when you look at a team in the Tennessee Titans, a, a talented team who got really hot last year and, and has another great running back on their team, and Derrick Henry has some talented wide receivers on their team as well, and we saw the Bills limit Josh Jacobs today. They only allowed 86 rushing yards, which is a great sign and an improvement there. But we did see them allow 88 yards to Darren Waller, their tight end, which has kind of been something the Bills defense has been struggling with. So when looking at how the Bills defense performed, their offense performed today, what are some things that need to get figured out, tightened up, worked on before they face a Tennessee Titans team who is going to be another tough opponent on the schedule? Yeah, the Bills went down to Tennessee last year and beat a Titans team, which ended up being a very good road win for them, considering the Titans made a run for the Super Bowl. And after that game, they move on from Marcus Mariota. Ryan Tannehill comes in and ends up having a phenomenal year for them. They bring him back, and they're off to a 3-0 start. Their game this weekend postponed against the Steelers. Hopefully, there's no more COVID outbreaks within the team. There's no more positive tests, and they're able to play this game. I cover ACC football uh, as my other job, and we've seen throughout the conference that when it gets into a building, it can spread like wildfire. Um, Virginia Tech had their season postponed um, three weeks and still had 23 guys miss their first game of the season and 19 missed the second game. I know the NFL really wants this game to be played next week because they already have one postponed game for the Titans. If they give them another postponed game, it's going to be really hard to schedule that in and figure that all out. So they're going to hopefully this all gets resolved in these next couple days. We'll proceed as normal. And the Bills get a very tough matchup against the Tennessee Titans. Where they need to get better in that in the next week is continue to separate from blocks and just do the fundamentals on defense. You heard, heard Coach McDermott talk about a lot of it's alignment, assignment, technique, and you're going to get that a lot from Coach McDermott. But uh, that's a guy who I put a lot of trust in having played for him. So uh, defensively, they're going to have to be sound against uh, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, and the weapons that they have offensively. Eric, thanks for the insight. Of course, Coach McDermott wants these guys to get back to the fundamentals, which is what we've heard the last couple weeks. So thanks for the time. We appreciate hearing for you, from you and always enjoy it. Uh, if you want more analysis, more sound, more highlights, don't go anywhere. Just head to MSG at 1130 because that's where Eric and I will be uh, breaking down the game in an hour-long format. So you get a lot more of us. So come hang out, MSG 1130. But thanks for joining us tonight, and we will see you all next week.